Hi, this is Linda Burton. And this is Leslie Brasero With Less Talk. Hey, Linda, what are we going to talk about today? I know. What do you think we should talk about? What should be our topic? I think we should talk about being stuck in a conflict circle and we need a way out. Oh, okay. I have an exercise. There's so many different ones, but I'm going to give you this one that um, I actually read in a book recently. Mm-hmm. And it's this, when you have, after you have a conflict, mm-hmm. you will first write down what the person said, the, mm-hmm. the speaker, what did they say to you? And then you're going to write down what you said in return. And that's it so okay. far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's like two steps, write down what okay. they said, write down what you said. Okay. Yes. And then step three is you need to relook at that. Look at step two, which is you. And mm-hmm. it seemed like everything always go back to you because you can only change yourself, right? So, um, so you're going to look at step two of what you said. How did you respond? And you're going to see if that was good, healthy communication. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like just mull over that for a second. And I know we talked so many other times um, on communication. So what do you think a good, healthy communication as a response should be? I think if you acknowledge what they say first, you know, realizing that what they're saying is important Mm -hmm. and that will diffuse the oncoming storm because you're validating them too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get in the conflict, then we internalize and make it all about me, 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 me. You hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. Me, me, me. No, it's not about uh, me. It's about the other person. So I think that helps to diffuse it. Would you say that? Yes. Okay. Also, their feelings with that. Okay. You know, you're you're angry. You're sad. You're mad. You're, mm-hmm. you know, it sound like you're struggling. Understand? You know, just just their feelings help as well. Yeah. Um, what else do you think? Showing that you care and showing respect is a Absolutely. big thing. That's a big thing because I feel like if you can show respect to the person, again, that will alleviate a lot of the drama that is surrounded by conflict because you are taking the time to acknowledge them. Yeah. Yeah, we have to, we have to show respect. Instead of that quick wash off, I'm sorry. And don't even let them really finish explaining what you did and how you made them feel and repeating it back. Or I hate saying repeating. So let's say paraphrasing back in your own words Mm -hmm. of what you heard them say of how they feel and what you have done and acknowledging it. That's the next one is acknowledging it. When you did something wrong, if you hurt that person, if that person is coming to you and saying something negative about you and it's true, Mm-hmm. You need to acknowledge, yes, I did do this to you. That's and we missed that. And it seemed like the person keeps repeating it and repeating it because they need to know, you know, the hurt you put me through. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and even if you don't find truth in what they said, like, like only this much is true or what they say, you know, they blew it up and it's so much more, but this much is true. Then yeah. acknowledge that truth. You don't have to acknowledge all that other stuff, but acknowledge that truth. Okay. Tell them, you know what? I do agree. Yeah. This, 
this part did happen. Don't say, well, I don't agree with that. Just stick to what you do agree with. Okay. Show them that. And it helps them relax a little bit knowing, okay, you know, reminding them you're on the same side with them. Mm -hmm. Even in a conflict, we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you have to be real. You, mm -hmm. you, you know, you have to be open. You have to be honest with it. You have to be warm. You have to be, you can't be like, okay, just <laughs> and yeah. you have to have your wall down you can't have your wall up because to do this leslie i think the biggest part that people trouble uh, have trouble with is you have to be humbled yes you know we really truly have to be humbled and we can't put a wall up to defend ourselves we have to be real that yeah. yes i just did this to hurt you or yes this yeah. is bothering you because i whatever yeah you know it, it's it's and it's hard because once you be humble you just you're vulnerable you feel like oh they can just yeah. you know like how do they know to stop or they you think they won't stop you know yeah yeah because when you let your guard down you are being very vulnerable to that person and then and and if you be, and we're talking about relationships. And if you believe that person loves you, even in the heat of a disagreement, they're going to have your best interest at heart, regardless of how hurt that person has made you feel or how hurt you made that person feel. You got, And I like that you said that, Linda, we have to humble ourselves because it's not always about us. Yes. That's and good. And also for communication, you want to encourage them to open up and say more. Mm -hmm. Even though it hurts and you don't want to hear it. Yes. You have to encourage them because then they'll feel better to come to you next time or mm -hmm. knowing that you can hear them when you encourage them to say, okay, anything else or what else? Yeah. yeah. You know, but you have to hear it. You can't like make faces or, you know, watch your body language with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's, That's good, good, Linda. So then that was step number three of, of judging yourself, really looking at yourself. Okay. So four is now think about what's going on and then um, you rewrite it or you, you, how could I do it? How can I do it different? Okay. You know? Um, so step four is just basically thinking about what could I have done? What, you know, what am I doing? What, I could have done different, you know, different things like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then step five is just rewriting it. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm saying rewriting it because you should be writing this on the paper. You should write step one. This is what they said. Step two. This is what I said. Step three is, yeah, step two was kind of harsh or this is what I did wrong. Step mm -hmm. four is this is what I should have done. This is, you know, these are the things I should have said. And then step five is rewriting it. Yeah. And then when you keep doing that you'll learn in the conflict during that time make it a little bit easier because you can catch yourself you can start catching yourself but the first step is you have to be vulnerable and open to actually hear what's going on mm -hmm. so to me that was um when you said that that's the first thing that came to my mind is, is that yeah so. that's good linda very good advice very good advice and i I can just identify so much with what you're saying. And I'm sure a lot of people out there can as well, because when we're dealing with people, when we're dealing with us, 
you're dealing with conflict because no one is the same. Everybody has different opinions, different values, different likes and things like different likes and dislikes. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have conflict. And how are we going to best reach this conflict without blowing up and hurting each other? Because that's usually what happens. And in a marriage, and that is the it's so vulnerable because a mar marriages are not as sacred as they used to be and anything to cause a division or a, or, or a demise even is, is the goal. So if we can work hard and when I say work, I'm saying make it our goal to put the other person first, it's going to alleviate a lot of that, but that comes through time, Linda. That's not just something you wake up and do, especially if you've been doing this thing on your own. Like me, I've been single a long time yeah. and I didn't have to like think about how somebody else dealt because I was in my house. Yeah. How'd you feel, Leslie? You How'd you feel? <laughs> you did it. And that's what I love about us talking about communication because we get stuck there thinking, okay, we've been single or, you know, in that, in that mindset, but mm -hmm. you automatically do it. You do it with your coworkers, you do it with your neighbors, you do it with your sisters and you know what I mean? You do do it. But the only thing that's different is that you're not living with these people. Yeah. You're living with these people 24 seven, you really got to be about it. And yeah. it's different different thing of being more vulnerable you're totally naked you're you're totally bare and open with your spouse compared yeah. to your neighbors and stuff you could still kind of hide between yeah. you you might not have a big wall but the wall is at least to your knees <laughs> exactly <laughs> with, with your spouse, spouse you have, you can't be no wall yeah you're just exactly. out there so yeah so i do understand that what do you think about using it as an example do you think we can give an example of one well yeah um Personally, like my husband enjoys watching television. I'm not a big TV watcher, um, but he enjoys movies. He enjoys TV shows and he enjoys different kinds of shows. And sometimes he likes the action movies and some action movies have a lot of profanity and things. Like, and I'm not one big on listening to profanity in movies. I just don't like it. I don't like profanity, period. Mm -hmm. Well, I know watching movies is important to him. And one particular instance, he was watching a television show and he said, this is clean. Cause he knows if he puts that on there, then I'm <laughs> more prone to watch it. So he said, this is clean. Will you please come and sit and watch TV with me? And my first reaction was, I gotta go. Cause I'm working on the computer. I have to get in, you know, in front of the computer to work with my students. I gotta go, I'm on a time frame." And I could see that it crushed his feelings because his face changed. So that's what you said to him. I got to go. I have to go. Okay. Yep. Um, but what I could have said after listening to this, I could have said. So wait, step one is him asking, what, can you watch TV with me? Step yeah. two is what you just said. I got to go. I have something, something else to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now step three is what was wrong with that? Do, was that good communication? Yes or no? No, it wasn't. Okay. So step three is realizing it was not healthy, good communication. Mm -hmm. So now step four is what was wrong with that? Like, what was wrong? I didn't acknowledge that he enjoys watching television and he enjoys my company watching the television show. Mm -hmm. I didn't acknowledge that. I just brushed it off because I had a goal. I had somewhere to go and not taking the time to validate his desire at that point at that moment and then step five is how would you have redone it 
how I would have redone it, looking back um, and having taken so many notes, <laughs> I would have said, I know that watching television is important to you. And I know having me in the company with, as your company watching a television show that's clean is important to you. But right now it's not a good time because I have, I'm on the clock and I need to get back to my students. What else could you have added with that sentence right there? Is there another time that we can do it? Or you're free at this time to do it. Yeah. I'm free at this time. I'm free during my lunch break. Can we get together and go back and watch it then? I could have yeah. done that. But you know, you get so locked in, man. I'm trying for, and I'm loving these conversations, Linda, because it's helping me. It's really, really helping me. Um, because that's what it's about. It's life's lessons, right, Linda? Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's cool. So um, we need to take the time and try that. Once you get used to it and after you write it down, you'll able, you're able to do it in front of the person then, but give it a chance. You're, it's, it's hard because it's no more about how, what I want, how I feel right now. It's about this person. Now, if you clearly know this person is picking on you or trying to irritate you as your response, you do have the right to a knowledge of how you feel of what they said. And mm -hmm. I feel statement only I feel statement and it has to be about you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel that, you know, that this is it's, it's heat, you know, I feel like I'm gonna get heated up can we do it this at different times i kind of feel like you're picking on me or or this is going somewhere else mm -hmm. you know um and ex still explain because whatever they did or whatever they said to acknowledge that you heard them mm -hmm. um but it's not too often that you would have to have to do that because mm -hmm. usually the person you're with or you should be with you guys should be trying to help each other move forward and closer not farther and if they're picking on you or or trying to irritate you on purpose they're not moving forward in your relationship so and i know there's exceptions and we all have our moments and different moves and different you know things like that but in majority of the time we should be looking forward with that person moving forward with that person good advice linda you're such a good person to talk to i'm so glad that we can have these times together like Karen what's Lynn? about us just talking it through and filling it out you know it takes two <laughs> no man is an island yeah, one fashion or another okay leslie what anything else we can explain or talk about with with this well, Lynn, i really like what you said and i think that um other people will benefit from that where did you get this information from it's actually a book I read and it was a really good book. It's called Feeling Good Together. Okay. Oh, wow. So that's a good book for other people if they want to get some more information about this topic. I love that, Linda. Oh, yes. I highly recommend this book because he goes from, he even says how some people don't even want to get better. Like they like having this argument. It could be a high for them. He even oh. talks about, oh man, he even talks about people that always write down, they journal, but they only journal the arguments they have with their spouses and why they do that. And I mean, he talks about so many different things. He even talks about before you get to that level or if you're stuck now, how you can pick one issue 
and, and do what we just did, that five steps um, to break through that issue. So it's an excellent book um, to get and to read, to, to do. I, I highly recommend it. So yes. Excellent. Okay, good. Thanks, Linda, for the tip. So that is Feeling Good Together by Dr. David Burns. I wrote it down. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Well, listen, if you like this topic and you'd like to hear more about these types of things, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, so we know that you are enjoying this just as much as we are enjoying sharing our lives with you, because this is what it's all about. Life's lessons, laughter and love. What? We want to make relationships that last. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Until next time. Bye. Bye.